Blog Talk Radio. Comic-Con season, so it's bound to get a little crazy. Hello, hello again, everybody. This is Marky Grimshay has got the night off, and joining me is the ever-lovable Holy Hobbits. Holy Hobbits, say hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> we might have a little bit of a delay because we got Holy Hobbits on the phone. Um, but, yeah, this is kind of a new thing. We're actually broadcasting and recording live. And so if anybody is out there and if you guys want to talk with us, we are talking all about San Diego Comic-Con and specifically the programming schedule. So we're not looking for tips and tourist attractions and all that other stuff. We're just going to unpack the programming schedule tonight uh, because there's a lot there. And we are going to do our traditional uh, I think it's the fifth annual um, Saturday morning serial uh, alternative spectacular show. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting that as we always do on preview night. So as most of you guys are not going to be there, uh, we'll be able to kind of catch you up with all the alternative things that San Diego Comic-Con does. And what we mean by that is we are not going to focus on Hall H. Um, Hall H is great, but Hall H is covered. So we're going to talk about the other things like the cosplayers and the steampunkers and the toy collectors and uh, the 501st Star Wars cosplayers, you know, like all that other stuff that happens at Comic-Con, which is most of it. Um, but um, enough about that. Let's unpack the programming schedule. Uh, traditionally, preview night was just the opportunity to check out the exhibit hall. Um, that's why they called it preview night because you could walk around the exhibit hall and sometimes the exhibitors weren't quite set up a hundred percent. So you kind of had mm -hmm. some of that going on too. And, um, but things have changed and preview night is programming is also the start of programming. Holy hobbits. Have you had a chance to look at the programming for preview night? I have, and it's going to be pretty exciting from what I've seen. Um, uh -huh. If you're not into buying a bunch of stuff preview night, I've been using preview night to kind of use my checklist and run and grab everything I need for the, basically huh. get my shopping done with, like the major things. Yep. But 
if you're like me before I had a little bit of money, um, I used <laughs> Preview Night for watching the programming that happened in Ballroom 20 for the uh-huh. new shows that were coming out. And oh, that's how yeah, I got yeah. into all the new shows before fall actually happened. So I'm trying. I couldn't well, now find any information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they have it's called at six PM. So um I believe everything starts to open up at around four, right? I think that's when they open up. No, maybe it's five anyway, at six PM uh, they're gonna do a manifest world premiere with a yes. special sneak peek screening. Um and I'm I've never heard of this. Is this a is is this a brand new show? It is a brand new show. It's um comes off of the from what I've seen, it sounds a lot like Lost, where mm-hmm. a plane returns. I believe that's the one that I'm looking at. Um, it's got some pretty important actors in there, and it looks pretty good. It was one of the ones that I went for for the uh, signing that I didn't get. So <laughs> that's a whole other lost. subject. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It I didn't get like any of my signatures. something to check out. I didn't get any uh, of my autographs. I didn't get any of the buying. But again, that's a different show. Um, so, uh, yeah, I it, it says here that you're also going to be able to watch a sneak peek of the 100. Um, there's also another. There's a new line that's going to be there too, and they're going to be hosting a lot of their premieres. So yeah, uh, it starts off on on preview night, which is not a typical thing. There's not a lot of programming. I think you're right, Holy Hobbits, and that it's just basically. You get to go in there and kind of sit down and watch some stuff. I don't know mm-hmm. how popular that is. I mean, I like to be in the exhibit hall because that's, you know, the reason why I liked it when there's not any programming is because you're not feeling like you're missing out on anything. You're not, you're not in a line. You're not running around. You're just focusing on the exhibit hall. Um, and that's really kind of the best time for me to really see the exhibit hall is preview night, right. honestly. Yeah. Less crowds so, and everything like that. Yeah, there's just less crowds and you just, you have a lot of energy, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so programming's okay, but, you know, you might want to stick with the exhibit hall. But most of you guys out there are going to be listening to the fifth annual Saturday morning serial Alternative Spectacular, which is playing the same time as Preview Night. So if you couldn't get into Preview Night, you can hear all about Comic-Con uh, with us. Um, and we have, a, we have some really big guests for the preview show. Um, now... Thursday night programming, Thursday programming, you know, this is where things start to get crazy. This is where things start to get fun. So do you have your eye on anything? Um, I do. So I, I try to avoid Hall H like the plague. Um, (laughs) I've heard rumors that they are making Hall H easier to get into and more, um, just easier. No line cutters like last year's fiasco. Um, Predator. I have my eye on Predator, which is first thing in the morning on um, Thursday, which is probably a no-go for me because yeah. I'm not camping out. Um, gotcha. But other than that, um, there's a Robert Kirkman conversation um, panel starting at 3 o'clock on Thursday. Those are the best ones to go to. Those are the best because mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not too big. You know, you could you could really get in there and it's somebody that is integral to the most popular show on television, but he's not like, Absolutely. you know, he's, he's not Rick Grimes, you know, so he's mm-hmm. not going to be in hall H. He's going to be in that other room. <laughs> uh, do you know right. what uh, room he's in? Six a six a. And at what time? 
3 to 4 p.m. Okay. The One of the things that I always recommend doing um, when it comes to these schedules, like one of the best things, and, and it's the first panel, it's the sixth annual Musical Academy of Superhero. And this is where you get – uh, it's usually moderated by Ray Costa, and this one is. Yep, it is. And uh, we're going to have a write-up of it on our website. I'll put it up probably tomorrow. Um, but the the Ray Costa panel, this is a yearly thing. This up, oh, It's the sixth <clears throat> annual, right? And this is Costa, um, and he, I believe, he's probably like a, a – He's a manager, I think, you know, that's what I think he does. And so he brings all of these composers that do all the music for the shows that we love. And one of them is a, is a friend of the show. We had him on our show a couple years ago, Blake Neely. And Blake Neely does the music for Flash, The Arrow, The Legends of Tomorrow. He does it for Supergirl. He does basically the music for all of those DC um, shows and what you learn at these things, what they're really good at showing you is just how, when you have something as spread out as, you know, the flash and arrow and legends of tomorrow, when there's all these intermingling characters, the one constant thread is the Blake Neely soundtrack. And so you hear all these new, these like music cues so when the flash is on the when the flash is on the screen, you hear this little music tune that's that's very specific to Flash, and then when you, mm-hmm. when you see the Arrow, it's very specific to Arrow. And so when you attend these panels, they're they're talking about this, about the philosophy of the music, um, and they're playing stuff for you. You know, maybe not live, but they're playing it for you, like on the screens, and um, it's really fantastic. I highly recommend 10 a.m. You know, uh, forget going, you know, you can check out the exhibit hall. It opens at nine. You could get over there. This is going to be in the Indigo Ballroom. So this is one of the bigger rooms. This is in the mm-hmm. in in the, the Hilton Bayfront. And um, Tyler Bates, he did Deadpool 2, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, <laughs> this is big stuff here, guys. You know? um, Marco Beltrami did um, L- Logan, the Wolverine. Christopher Beck did Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, and I got, and friend of the show, Blake Neely. Um, there's another guy there, but I, I can't say his name who did black lightning. Um, I don't want to mess it up, but his first name's Kurt. So anyway, check that out. That's at 10 AM. So right out the bat, there's something really cool for you guys. And I, you know, I do recommend doing that. I almost go every year, um, behind the music, 10th anniversary, crime, death and resurrection. This is another one of the programs that one of that friends of the show, uh, uh, this is done by the Impact 24 group. We just did a show with Ruthie Carter. Ruthie Carter uh, did the costumes for um, Black Panther. Uh, she did all of Spike Spike Lee's um, costumes also. And so, you know, she's yeah. obviously a huge persona in film. And, yeah, um, she's big. And she'll be back at Con too, on Friday. She'll she's be, back, okay. She's having... She's having uh-huh. her own panel um, on 12 o'clock to 1 in room 9. And so it's designing the costumes about uh, on Wakanda. So she'll be there again. See, and yeah, and so you'll be able to see her. And she is brought to you by the Impact 24 group. So 
what Ray Costa, he does this specifically for music only. The Impact 24 people, they host these panels for all of the creatives behind films and TV. Now, creatives can also mean music. And in this case, this is Behind the Music, the 10th Anniversary, Crime, Death, and Resurrection. And I, I recommend this panel, too. So if you can't get into the Ray Costa at 10 a.m., check out the Behind the Music 10th Anniversary, Crime, Death, and Resurrection. Um, this is, these are, the panelists include composers that do Mr. Robot, American Horror Stories, This Is Us, Marvel's Runaways, Teen Titans Go!, they do a series of unfortunate events, Riverdale, Blind Spot, Dear White People, and it's moderated by John Huertas. Uh, he was in Castle, and he was in This Is Us. And we, uh, representatives of Saturday Morning Serial, either it's going to be me or Holy Hobbits, we're going to be interviewing uh, all these people, including John Huertas and Sarah Rue. She's a, an actress in a series of unfortunate events. We're going to be in the press room, so we're going to bring you some audio of these guys, um, you know, a little bit later on in the year. But check out that panel. It's, it's supposed to be really, really good. Um, DC Collectibles is doing something at 10 as well. These are, like, if you collect superhero toys, you know, like, you know, uh, Superman, Batman, uh, you're going to want to check that one out. That's uh, – oh, by, by the way, the um, – Behind the music at 10 a.m. That's going to be in the at in 25 ABC, which is probably the the fourth biggest room, third biggest room. So that's going to be a mm. big panel. Um, there's other, you know, I'm just kind of scrolling through Jack Kirby uh, Consciousness Part Two. That that one looks really good. That's going to be at 10 a.m. All these are at 10. We're barely at 10. <laughs> Transformers, right. Yuna, Kron, and Beyond. That's going to go on at 10. Um, uh, Comic-Con Film School, I've done some of those. Now, this next thing, again, 10 a.m., and um, we're going to be we're going to be, that's why we have such a large crew going to Comic-Con is because we have to cover all this stuff. Um, one of our guests in our Comic-Con preview show on Wednesday is going to be writer-director Spencer F. Lee. And he just did a documentary called From the Bridge, and uh, it's going to be it's narr narrated by George Takai, and it's it brings together Nichelle Nichols, Rod Roddenberry, uh, Tom DeSanto, um, Greg Grunberg. There's even uh, audio clips from George Lucas. Um, uh, I think Spielberg's in there. Uh, but basically, the film From the Bridge is a documentary on the evolution of science fiction, fantasy, comic books, and horror and, a, and the positive impacts that they have on society as a whole. An exclusive first look at the feature film will be screened. We already will be able to see it without going to there because we're doing the interviews. <laughs> but uh, you guys, this is going to be the first time that you're going to be able to see this. So again, 10 a.m. is packed. This is going to be really a great one. Nichelle Nichols is going to be there. And, you know, you guys know she's the original crew member of the Star Trek Inter Enterprise. And this is her last convention. Like, ever. No, really? Yes, this is it. We uh -oh. got to interview her at WonderCon this year, and that was a great honor. But Nichelle Nichols, this is it, guys. If you guys have been, if you guys have been dying to, 
you know, this is your first convention and you've never seen Michelle Nichols. Well, this is the last chance you get. I think she is doing some other appearances and stuff, but this is among the last times you're going to get a chance to meet Michelle Nichols. Um, Yeah. So that's going on at 10 AM and that's in ballroom 20. So we know that's a big room. So this is, this is a pretty big deal and catch our interview with Spencer Lee uh, preview night Wednesday. Um, and going back to Nichelle, she's actually what? also going to be signing for you guys that need to meet her before she doesn't do any more cons. Um, she's going to be signing up in the sales pavilion from 2.30 to 7. So you have a good chunk of time to meet her. It's probably the best 50 bucks you'll spend. I mean, she's a delight. She'll talk with you for a little bit. You know, be polite, obviously. Move on. But, you know... She's wonderful. We had the chance to meet mm-hmm. her at WonderCon, and she's really just amazing. Uh, Legion M is back. We know that. Um, there's always there's a lot of these writing panels, too. There's the anatomy of writing action in the novel. There's, there's a lot of these, too. So for those of you guys that are looking to get into writing, get into, you know, doing, doing comic books and things like that, there's all kinds of programming for you, too. Um, the first H, the first Hall H, 20th Century Fox of Predator, you're right, that's at 1030. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, try to get into there. I'm, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, Blade I'm Runner. Not. Yeah, that's going on at 1030. So, yeah, uh, I'm just we're just going to keep on cruising through here until I see something that's kind of worth pointing out because there's look, we're barely at 11 o'clock. So, oh, um, okay. yeah, so, you know, like, there's a lot ahead. of stuff, <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. but I no, have my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else? Um, I, I do like, uh, you know, uh, Hasbro trans, the Hasbro transformers panel is on Thursday as well. That's at 11 o'clock. That's at room 29 AB. Again, if you're a collector, uh, you definitely want to go because it's going to show you all the stuff that's coming out in the next year. Um, there's a big panel for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. Kevin Eastman's going to be there. That's at 11 o'clock, and that's room 28DE. You don't want to miss him. I had pizza with him a couple years ago, uh, and I got a funny story about that, but I don't have time to tell you. Um, let's see. Uh, anything else that you have going on for Thursday? Um, Thursday, 4.30 to 5.30, they've got the Breaking Bad 10th anniversary. Again, that's Hall H, though. But Ooh, it's towards luck. the end of the day. I know. Um, yeah. And then also, I, I'm torn. So I don't watch Breaking Bad, but these two next shows I do watch. There's a Netflix Marvel's Iron Fist going on at mm-hmm. 6.30 to 7. I um, love Iron Fist. Ballroom 20. I love oh, Iron there. Fist. 7 o'clock in the... Indigo Ballroom in the Hilton, which is impossible to go to both, is the NBC's Brooklyn Nine Nine. And that's so, like a panel, right? So they're all they're all going to be there panel. and stuff too, right? Yeah. And they're all going to be super thankful after their show is saved. So that would be kind of a heartfelt, like anniversary kind of thing. But yeah, I be, you know what's miss. yeah, and I think I'm kind of leaning towards that too um, because. Uh, for those of you that are not aware, uh, Holy Hobbits is the reason why she goes to Comic-Con is because she works the Jericho fan table. And as we all know, mm-hmm. Jericho, at, we did a three and a half hour long show for Jericho a couple of years ago. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we love Jericho um, and we celebrated its 10th year anniversary a couple of years ago. It's in 2016. Right. Um, and so this thing uh 
famously, that show was saved by fan writing campaign. Because this was when email was still, like, there was no real social media like we understand it today back then. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that show was saved because there's a little inside joke that's, that kind of relies on peanuts. And so (laughs) when NBC, no, when CBS canceled the show, um, a bunch of fans, uh, and you can hear all about it. If you guys go to MattyPRadio.com, check out the Saturday Morning Serial archives. Go to uh, the Jericho um, show that that we did. It's again, it's it's three and a half hours long. I think it's broken up into two. Um, but uh, uh, we actually covered the whole story. We talked to a lot of the people that kind of you know did that, that kind of started that mm-hmm. campaign. So they sent a bunch of peanuts to the studio, like just boxes, like crates of peanuts, peanuts, peanuts. And it worked. They got another season out of it. And here it is, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a show that we rallied for, you know, back in, was it March? Um, and we yeah, were... Yeah, I think a little early. It, or a little yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we were, we love that show. So I think I'm going to go to that one. Um Another show that is very dear to my heart, uh, 1145. And I'm actually, I actually don't even want to tell you guys about this because I want to go to it and I don't have an <laughs> in and I don't want to tell you this, but uh, you know, this is not about me. It's about you. Uh, celebrate 10 year anniversary of star Wars, the clone wars. And Dave Filoni is oh. going to be there. Ashley Eckstein's going to be there. I'm assuming Tia Sarkar, friend of the show, we interviewed her back in 2015. She's going to be there. Uh, it's a show that I mostly loved. <laughs> um, you know, Star Wars is not perfect, um, but uh, that show is really, it's integral. Uh, even if you watch that solo movie and you watch the end, you're like, oh, what the, what the hell is, have you seen this yet, Holy Hobbits? I have not. I'm okay. I'm a trekkie. Have you heard about the I'm end? I'm sorry. No, I haven't actually. Do you care if I just throw this out there? Because you're not I don't care. care. Go for okay. it. <laughs> well, yeah. If you guys are wondering what the hell was Darth Maul doing at the end of the solo movie, well, the Clone Wars explains it. You know, why is he not cut in half and dead? Well, the Clone Wars explains it. And so, and it's on Netflix now. You guys can catch up. Um, but yeah, I am super excited about this, and I'm putting off like. When when you hear us talking about this, um, Comic-Con's about choices, and you have to sacrifice, you know? So and many choices. I'm sacri- yeah, there's so many choices. And I am going, I'm putting everything aside to get into that panel. I don't know if I'll get in, but I'm going to try. Uh, so that's going on at 1145 in room 6BCF. Okay, we've covered Thursday. Let's get our butts to Friday. And uh, my apologies if we skip some of the stuff that we were supposed to cover. Um, we'll try to catch it, catch you guys on the flip on that stuff. But still, I mean, that's a full day already. Um, Friday, what do you have your, your eyes on? Um, Friday, first thing, 11.15 to 12.15 is AMC's Fear the Walking Dead. But again, another monster, Call H. Call H. Yeah. yeah, it's just over the years you could walk in a couple of years ago and now I don't step foot in it. And it's, it's a bummer. Cause it's I remember the first time thing. I couldn't get in and it was for mm-hmm. avatar. That was the oh, first time yep. that I didn't get in. So what was that? 20, 20, 2007. 2012. <laughs> no, I mean, geez, that wasn't that long ago, you know, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I remember the first time that that happened. Um, yeah. So 
I just don't go to Hall H. I just don't. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't. I just don't want to do it. You're, you're, you sacrifice too much to get in. Um, so it's just not my bag, baby. Uh, Doctor Horrible <laughs> Sing Along Blog Reunion that's going on at 10 a.m. If you guys have never done this before, it's it's a it's a riot. Joss Whedon, Jed Whedon, Nathan Fillion, Felicia Day. They're all going to be there again. Hall Ooh. H, though, it's at 11 a.m. Uh, but that's a mm-hmm. riot. I mean, have you ever done that before? Holy I haven't yet. Yeah. It's a trip. It's, yeah. yeah, it's that Hall H. I, have I know, to it's a, but th- those things are fun. Um, there's really cool things, too, like from Mickey Mouse to Mary Poppins. How does personality... How does personality influence our favorite Disney characters? Doesn't that sound like fun? That's going on at 10 a.m. That's in Grand Nine, which is in the Mar- the Marriott Marquis San Diego Marina. Wow. I've never even been to a panel in that hotel, even though I've been to that hotel many times. Um, there's, um, let's see here. Let's see here. I'm just scrolling through. Um, Anything one else thing I you're... wanted to mention. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I've got one thirty to two fifteen. There's a Venture Brothers panel going on uh-huh. in the Indigo Ballroom for Adult Swim. Those are um, my husband loves that show. We've got two framed pieces of artwork sitting on the wall that I'm looking at right now. He uh-huh. loves those, and the panels are always a riot. They are really funny and fast on their feet. So if you're into well, Venture Brothers, definitely I- check that out. It's one of those shows, like, um, and for long-time listeners, you guys know that I do a lot of traveling. Um, and when I'm in my hotel rooms and I'm and I get cable and I and I have Adult Swim, Adventure Brothers on, I watch because I grew up watching Johnny Quest. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that was that was my dad's cartoon. You know, and you know it was one of the cartoons that I could leave on and my dad would watch it with me. You know, like, and so it's obviously a Johnny Quest parody. And it's so fun. It's so funny. Um, I want to say Jackson Pollock is the creator, but it, I, I don't think I have that name right. <laughs> What's his name? Um, um, oh, I'm close, though. You've got it. Uh, I can't um, think of it right now. But they're, they're all going to be there at the panel. Jackson Public. Public. You had it close. And uh, Doc Hammer. Public. Yeah. And Doc Hammer. Yeah, they're they're going to be there because – now, I have, we're not confirmed yet, but uh, – we always go to the adult swim press rooms and when we, you know, somebody from, you know, from the Saturday morning serial crew is going to be in there. We're going to interview those guys. Um, and we'll bring you the, that audio after the convention. Um, there's a, there's another big one coming out, uh, another big panel on Friday and that's the DreamWorks Voltron legendary defender. Are, are you watching the Voltron on Netflix? Uh, which one was it? Voltron. Do you remember Voltron? Did you? I don't. That's probably a little before your time, but they. I think that's they brought before it back. me. Um, yeah, <laughs> they brought it back, <laughs> and it's on Netflix. It's been out for a few years now, but um, yeah, it's it's really good. And uh, that panel's going on on Friday uh, at ten fifteen, room six B C F. Um, inside the Big Bang Theory writer's room is a lot of fun. I've done that before. It's in Ballroom 20, which is the second biggest room. Um, you usually get some, you know, some of the actors usually will show up there, too, if I remember correctly. But uh, it's a lot of fun. I used to go to 
uh, I think the Simpsons used to do this years ago, and it's just the writers from the Simpsons, and just like this, it's just the writers from the Big Bang Theory. Although I don't really watch that show much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do. I appreciate the comedy. You know, I. You know, it's just there's good stuff there. There, there always was, and when you mm-hmm. get a mind into the writers, you kind of you appreciate it a little bit more. So that's. That's going on. Don't forget the Hasbro My Little Pony panel. That's going on at uh, 1030. If, are there any, uh, what's the word when you're a male and you collect My Little Pony? Brony. Bronies, yeah. Brony. <laughs> I'm not a brony. <laughs> but uh, Tara Strong's going to be there. You know, she's amazing. Uh, oh. She's the original and only, in my opinion, voice of Harley Quinn. You know, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn was a character. Yeah, she's you know, Harley Quinn started on Batman, the animated series. And don't let me forget to tell you that Batman, the animated series is coming to Blu-ray for the first time. And they're having a big viewing and uh, celebration at Comic-Con this year. But I think that's on Saturday. We'll talk about that on Saturday. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, so yes, Tara Strong, she does some voices on My Little Pony, obviously. And you know, what? <laughs> what I always thought was kind of unique about Tara Strong is that she has the looks of a big time Hollywood movie star. And she is gorgeous. We walked past her in uh, one of the conventions. She was just sitting at a booth. I'm like, dang, why don't you act? (laughs) Why don't we see you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, You're missing out. We're missing out. (laughs) Yet she is the, but she's the voice like (laughs) in animation. Like absolutely. 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 And, I know she loves her life. She loves her career. It shows she's so good at it. And I've met her before. Um, She's just amazing. So she's going to be at My Little Pony, uh, I'm sure, with many other panels. Um, So, yeah, Friday's cruising along. I'm barely at 1030. Is there anything else that you're thinking (laughs) of? (laughs) Um, Honestly, if there's any Twin Peaks fans out there, I would recommend checking out the sales pavilion for the autographs. Because we have so many different people signing. We have Sherilyn Fenn, Mad Chinna Mick is going to be there, Harry Ghost, Kimmy Robertson. All the, most of the original cast is going to be there. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Laura Palmer herself looks like she wasn't, she had to cancel, but she mm-hmm. was going to be there this year too. So we've got the old cast with the newer, with season, season three that just came out last year. So I'm some of the newbies a, will be there too. I'm taking a guess that Helen Slater is going to be there um, because uh, Supergirl is going to be there. And I'm, I, I've never seen her at a convention. I'd be shocked if she doesn't show up there. Uh, I met Margot yeah. Kidder, got her autograph years ago. And, you know, obviously she passed away this year. So uh, this is my chance to, I would love to meet Helen Slater. Um, I, I really liked that Supergirl movie when I was a kid. I, I still mm-hmm. think it's probably pretty good if I, you know, when I think about it, I haven't seen it in 30 years, but, um, you know, it's a really good movie. Um, you know, there's a couple of other things, and I'm just going to go over them really, really quick. There's a couple of cosplay um, panels. Um, if, you're, if you've ever been interested in getting into this, cosplay is not buying, a, buying something off the Internet and wearing it. Well, it is. Right. I mean, you can do that. That's fine. You can. I don't want to knock that. But there is a culture of cosplay, you know, the quote, real cosplay is where you make your own thing. Because most of the things Mm -hmm. you can't buy anyway, 
You know, you have to make it because no one's, no, it's not going to be mass produced. Yes, there's a lot of supermen out there. <laughs> you, know, you're right. of, you know, you can, you could totally find that. But um, if you really want to learn about it, this is where you go. Um, it's really fantastic. Uh, Her Universe is doing a workshop. Uh, Ashley Eckstein is going to be there. She's the voice of Ahsoka Tano for all you Star Wars junkies out there. Ashley Eckstein, she's the owner, uh, founder of Her Universe, which is one of the first ones to my memory of, you know, a Star Wars. It, it focused on Star Wars, but now they do Marvel and some other, and like Doctor Who and other properties. But um, they did you know, kind of geek clothing for women. And, um, you know, it's not, uh, it's not that there weren't, you know, women geeks forever, but they used to have to wear the boy (laughs) t-shirts. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would have to shop in the men's department or the little boys department just to find a Spider-Man shirt. Now I've got, thanks to her universe, I've got quite amount, uh, quite a large amount of clothes in my closet from them because thanks to them, it's okay. Now I don't think it wasn't okay before. I just didn't think they knew that they had a market and they weren't tapping into it. I think you're absolutely right. And you know, she was, and she's obviously a, you know, she's very successful, not only as a voice mm-hmm. actress and as an actress. She also married a major league baseball player. That's the, that's where the <laughs> Eckstein part came in. <laughs> but, uh, oh, gotcha. and, then, and then she started this. I mean, this, this girl just crushes. She's just killing life right now, killing it. So congratulations to her. Uh, congratulations to her universe. They're having a workshop. And then on Friday, and then you and I have to talk a little bit later, um, Holy, because the the Her Universe Fashion Show is Friday. Um, okay. I did I, saw I that. did I did reserve um, uh, press access, so you get to go in without waiting and all this other stuff. And so I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. But uh, um, if you're anyway, there's this is I think the third annual um, Her mm-hmm. Universe Fashion Show, and this is not a bunch of people wearing, you know, uh, Spider-Man t-shirts. This is like full on gowns and it's really dresses dresses and just like, it's a fashion show, a legitimate big time fashion show. Um, And it's really something to see. So that's going on on Friday. We'll get to that here in a second. Um, But yeah, check out these like odd little panels, you know, cosplay 102, 101. Uh, This is where you really learn a lot of stuff. And, for those of you that are that are just kind of interested in it, uh, her universe is at 10:30. Uh, cosplay 102. Um, that's going on at 11 o'clock, and that's going on in Grand Room One and Two. Um, there's just a lot of stuff, guys. Um, and I'm gonna. Is there anything else on your end for Friday? For um, Friday? No, Friday. I mean, there's the passage, which looked interesting. That's going to be a um, a little short screening in 6A from 6 to 7. It's a new mm-hmm. uh, show on Fox. So, again, I use Comic-Con for the seeing the premieres of shows. I saw Supernatural back in the day, first episode in Ballroom 20. Uh, saw Jericho, first episode. I've, I use these opportunities to figure out what my fall shows are going to look like and which ones I'm going to stick with. So, you know, I that's funny because, uh, yeah, I, I like that advice. Um, I, 
I discovered Freaks and Geeks. Well, that's not true. Uh, I saw Freaks and Geeks <laughs> when it originally came out, you know, when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Um, but, you know, I was, I had just got a driver's license then. So I wasn't home. <laughs> you know, so like, uh, right. I was out, you know, like I was gone. Um, but I remember being at one of my, one of my early Comic Cons and they showed the never aired final episode of Freaks and Geeks and I watched Ooh. that and I was in the room and I think Judd Apatow was there I don't remember exactly but um, I watched that last show and I fell in love with it I ended up buying the DVDs it was DVDs back then and I would pass the DVDs to people like you know watch the show you know this is how we used to do it in the mm-hmm. old days it wasn't it wasn't on Netflix <laughs> um, right. but yeah I that's where you discover stuff you know absolutely so do that. Um, I that's where I saw um, the the first trailer I remember seeing of Serenity was at Comic Con, and when I saw the trailer, I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And then <laughs> I ended up watching Firefly because of the trailer for Serenity. <laughs> so you never right. know. You just never know what you're gonna watch. Um, Friday is traditionally uh, the Star Wars day. So they have everything going on, right? Um, And um, so there's the Star Wars collectibles panel, the Star Wars Hasbro panel, uh, the Star Wars books panel. Uh, There's all these Star Wars panels. And I usually like to go to all those too, which is why I get to, you know, I do find my own time. So I try to, I try to go to those on Friday in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Um, so those are all going on. I'm not going to go all over the times. You guys should really check those out. Though, for all you Star Wars fans, that's that's where you got to be. Um, Adult Swim, FLCL. That's the show I was trying to tell you about. It's called FLCL. Have you heard of this show yet from Adult Swim? I have not. Yeah, I don't know what it is. FLCL. That. Yeah, that's going on at 11:30, and um, uh, it's got um. You know, anything that's on Adult Swim, I generally like. So I'm interested in finding more, finding out more about it. Um, we are going to go to the press panel that's going on on Friday. So we'll bring you some audio with that a little bit later. Uh, oh, there's still Nerdist News Live going on with Dan Casey, friend of the show. Dan Casey, he was on back in, wow, that was probably five or six years ago. Uh, he was a really early uh, um, guest of ours, but a uh, friend of the show, Dan Casey, is hosting Nerdist News Live. I'm sure they'll be talking about everything going on in Nerdist these days. Just kidding. Um, so that's going to be kind of fun at 1130. <laughs> um, okay, so um, there's something really, really, really cool going on on Friday. Um, I'm trying to get to the time, and I could even just go to... Oh. Space Command is a show, I believe, Space Command was our very, very first Saturday morning serial show. Uh, Six or seven, I don't know how long we've been doing this. Um, But this is a show, Mark Scott Zakri, I think is how you say his name. He's the writer-creator of this show, and he was probably our first guest, Um, along with Doug Jones, you know. The Ooh, Shape of Water, I love you know. Jones. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Discovery. you know, again. Yep, yep. These are our these are our first guests. 
Um, oh, and that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. And Space Command has been this show that's been—I don't even know if it's dropped yet. You know, these are great shows that they—they they don't get bought. They—they they, kind of come out and they make like a pilot, and then they try to get it sold. And these guys have been at it for a long time. There must be a lot of support there because it's still fighting. So that's right. going on at 12 p.m. I'm going to try to make this because I'm—I'm curious to know what you know what they're doing um, and how far they've come, but. This group will always have a special place in our hearts because they were our very, very first show um, a long time ago. You're right. AMC Walking Dead is going on. Um, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> uh, there's um, the one thing I'm trying to get to, and I'm trying, I know it's probably going to be in the evening, so I'm just going to zip on down. There's a... I'm going to go to the Maddie P Radio site because I posted something about it already. Um so there's a couple of comic books that I read when I was a kid. Uh, and I'm not saying that to be facetious. Like I, I didn't read a lot of comic books. Um, right. I, you know, but I did read some. And one of the ones that I read was the death of Superman. Uh, and, you know, one of the reasons why I liked the Batman vs Superman movie is because I thought that they really drew a lot of that story arc from the death of Superman arc. Um, and I enjoyed it. I, I like that comic book. This is where um, Doomsday shows up and things like that. So people have been dying for a, the, the DC animated treatment for the death of Superman. Now, they did Doomsday. I think that was their first animated feature film 10 years ago, which was very good. I, I bought it. It's fantastic. But this one's going to be the death of Superman, which includes his resurrection. And oops, sorry, spoilers. Um, so of course, <laughs> Superman's not going to stay dead. But um, Friday at 7 p.m., Ballroom 20, Rebecca Romaine, Jerry O'Connor, O'Connell, you know from Stand by Me, Rebecca Romaine, you know supermodel from oh, X Men, yeah. <laughs> Jason uh, O'Mara. Mm -hmm. Yep, you're right. Yep, yep. Um, and um, the basically the the voice talent they're going to be there for a view and a panel at seven o'clock in ballroom 20 can't miss. So this is going to be sweet. I can't wait. That's on Friday. And I might actually have to miss it because <laughs> uh, at around that same time, and I'm going to try to look through it again um, at uh, there is a very special, I'm trying to get the, the details now. Um, there's, there's a, uh, um, the, the father of the modern action figure, Marty Adams, is going to be at Comic-Con. We have an article about it um, on the website, on mattypradio.com. Oh, this is, this is actually good news here, because on Friday at 1 o'clock is the panel, and Marty Adams he designed the Mego action figures. If you don't know what Mego action figures are, for anybody that's 40 years old and older, <laughs> maybe <laughs> 35, you might remember them. Maybe, maybe. But I'm pushing it because my older brother had them and I played with his. I didn't really have that many. But Mego action figures were, you know, Superman, Batman, and all that other stuff. And they were about six inches, maybe eight inches. 
and they had clothes, you know, like you could take them off and they'd be like, you know, not, you know, anatomically neutral naked. And right. um, they had, you know, Superman had red boots and the blue, you know, tights. And they had all the, all the superheroes, all of them, Shazam, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and so on. Marty Adams created the Mego line of superheroes. It's, the, it's basically the creation of the modern action figure. Marty Adams is going to be there Friday, July 20th at 1 p.m. Um, panel room is 32 AB, so it's not a huge room. And the reason why you, you should get there early is because, and this is going to sound nuts, and Holy Hobbits, you may not even feel, you may not even understand the impact of this, but he's bringing with him Hall of Fame football legend Joe Namath. Do you know who yeah, that it is? Goes Holy over Hobbits? my head. Nope. <laughs> okay. He's probably. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I want you to Google Joe Namath later, um, uh, but uh, Joe Namath is quite possibly the most famous football player of all time. I'm not kidding. That's not hyperbole. He is the right. most famous. Um, he's what Tom Brady is now, as far as name okay. recognition, times 10 in the 60s and 70s. Because Joe Namath was, he sold aftershave, Pepsi, liquor. He always, he was in, he played for the New York Jets and he would wear like fur coats you would dress in you know double knit suits and leather pants and you know um he was a fashion icon he used to act he would they would put him in tv shows as like guests as like you know guest spots i saw him on the you know one of those oldies tv channels and he was on the lucille not i love lucy but the show she did later the the lucille ball show joe namath was on there as like you know he was acting on that show so like this guy was huge, and Joe Namath is going to be at Comic-Con. I guarantee you this is going to cause a commotion. So if you guys want a real legend, and just to learn about action figures and to, to really honor just some, you know, a real formative figure uh, for us collectors out there, Marty Abrams. I think I said Adams earlier. My, my apologies. Marty Abrams uh, is going to be there Friday on Friday, 1 p.m., in room 32AB and Saturday morning serial booked interviews with Marty Abrams and Joe Namath and we're doing them on Friday. So we're going to hopefully have some exclusive audio with these guys for you. I'm, I actually called my family and told them about this, which I never do. I never (laughs) call them because they don't know, uh, you know, my dad has no idea who most of these people are. But he knows who Joe right. Namath is, you know. <laughs> so this was a big deal. You know, my dad thought this was just some dorky little hobby. And he's like, oh, you're Joe Namath? Shut up. You know, he was just like flipping out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, check out. Uh, we did a little write-up on it. And we even put a, put a link up to, like, this video. Um, and it's on MattyPRadio.com. Uh, highly recommend that you guys check this out. We are excited about that. I think Friday is the best day for panels. I really do. Um and uh, hopefully you guys can, you know, catch some of this stuff. Friday's the day. I'm going to be paneled up. All right. Let's <laughs> right. get to Saturday real quick. Um, let's see. Do, do you have anything on your on your radar? 
Um, personally, I'll be at the probably at the IDW big news panel. It doesn't give me any more information on that. Um, but I love IDW. Um, IDW has a they do the Jericho um, comic, don't they? They do the Jericho. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So we're yeah. still waiting for the next one. Um, mm-hmm. But they also do the Ghostbusters as well as Myona Earp. They do, um, I believe they're picking up Star Wars Discovery. I might be wrong on that. I think you're um, right, actually. Yeah. I heard that they were picking up something. Yeah. 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 So they do a bunch of stuff. So And they do the X-Files. With that, I don't know if they have any I love the issues going on right now. But. Yeah, they they actually did. Um, I attended uh, when they when they did the official like season eleven X Files. Mm-hmm. Like X Files was kind of dead for a little while. Now there were some comics and some some like novels and stuff, but nothing was really taken seriously as like a a, a continuation of the series. It was just kind of. Right. They were just stories with the characters. It wasn't like canon, I guess, if you want to throw that word around. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember attending a panel, and Jillian Anderson was there. Um, I actually recorded the panel, just like I had my little memo recorder. Nice. I recorded the panel, just like just to geek out on it later, because Jillian Anderson was there. And, you know, I, I hate that it always comes to this with me, but she's so pretty. <laughs> she's yeah, so, no, <laughs> she's, she's like, awesome. Yeah, and she's just to be honest, yeah, and she's so funny, so cool, you know. Yeah, well, you were in that panel. I I don't know how I managed to do this, but I managed to get one of the signing tickets. So I got the nice, huge hardcover comic book signed by her. Oh, so I have that you know. somewhere on display. I can't find it right now, but oh, I was over the moon. <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds awesome, man. That sounds real awesome. I love that stuff, oh. and I, you know. I'm constantly picking that up. Um, I'm sure on Saturday you're going to be into this. Um, that's when is it? Uh, oh no, that's on Sunday. But on Saturday, History's new drama series, Project Blue Book, is going to be. That's at six forty-five. Um, have you heard of this show? I haven't. Yeah, it looks really great. Now, I used to watch History when they showed History, you know, like documentaries and mm-hmm. stuff. They don't really do that now. Anymore. They don't. <laughs> Yeah, but there, you know, the Hatfield and McCoys was really cool, you know, and I, I liked that, and it, it kind of was on theme. This one's a little pushing it as far as history goes, a little bit, although this really did happen. There is this little blue book um, that is, it's about top secret investigations into unidentified flying objects and related phenomenon conducted by the United States Air Force from 1952 to 1969. Um, Aiden Gillen, who did Game of Thrones, Michael Malarkey, The Vampire Diaries, Neil McDonough, who did Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Laura Minnell, who did Alphas and Watchmen, and and the producers, they're going to share details about what's to come in the new series and reveal a sneak peek of the very first season. So this is kind of like The X-Files. But like based off of an official, you know, U.S. military document, it's everything that's in this blue folder. You get it? That's why it's called Project Blue Book. So it's all these things, all these, you know, basically all the X-Files basically are in this blue book. And these guys investigate all this stuff. Now, I'm assuming they're going to take some liberties, you know, with this. But 
um, man, that sounds like a fun show. So that's going on on Saturday. That's uh, at 645 in room 6A. So it's one of the bigger rooms, but not the biggest room. You should get into that okay. Um, what else you got for? for um, um, on Saturday, Saturday, I have Midnight Texas. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this, but it was on last summer. Um, it was one of those summer shows that kind of just got, like, ignored, essentially, and I didn't think it was going to get a season two for it. Mm-hmm. But surprise, surprise, here's season two coming back. It was a really good show. That's going to be at room C B or B, excuse me, 6BCF at 245 to 345. That one, if you haven't seen the first season of it, it's really good. It's, it's quite impressive. For, the, for just kind of being skimmed over during the summer. Oh, that sounds awesome. Uh, there is, um, I don't know, in their announcement, they didn't put the day. I'm looking through it right now. Um, there is something going on. I think it is on Saturday. And my mm-hmm. apologies, I don't, I don't see it on the press release and I don't want to go through the schedule. But I don't want to, I don't want us to not talk about this there's something just just like the Marty just like what Marty is to action figures we kind of talked about that right you know like how he's he created the modern action figure mm-hmm. we actually have a, a couple of people brothers actually that for the most part created Saturday morning television <laughs> and it's what we're all about um, and uh, their, their names are Sid and Marty Croft. They created and developed H.R. Puffin stuff, Sig, uh, the Sigmund and the Sea Monster, the Boogaboos, Land of the Lost. Mm-hmm. Do any of these ring a bell to you? Hold Land on. of the Lost rings a bell, but... Yeah. Now, yes, they're... They're actually before my time also, although Land of the Lost was on TV on Saturday mornings when I was a kid. Um, but they were all reruns. They were, you know, they're from the 60s, right. I believe, you know, um, or 70s. But Land of the Lost, if you guys hear our, our opening music, there's a little part where it goes, in the Land of the Lost, <laughs> that's Land of the Lost. Sid and Marty Croft literally created... Saturday morning TV. This is this is what we are about. We celebrate the themes of Saturday morning TV that we grew up with, but that also grew up with us. We grew up with Sid and Marty Croft. Our dads grew up. Our our parents grew up with Sid and Marty Croft. And um, it's they are going to be at Comic Con. I don't know the day. I know the room, room 23 ABC, uh, but check out Comic-Con. Go to MattyPRadio.com. I'll post something on it as soon as I have it. Um, My apologies. It's just, it doesn't seem to be here or I'm just missing it, but I don't want us to not talk about this because just a couple days ago, uh, our host, Grim Shea, he interviewed Marty Croft. Sid is in his nineties, so he doesn't really, he's, it's hard for him to talk on the phone for interviews, but we have audio of Marty Croft. We're going to bring a portion of that on our Comic-Con preview show. Um, and we're going to bring the full interview along with the history lesson after Comic-Con. So 
we have to pack this room 23ABC on some day yet to be known. <laughs> if you see it in the in the schedule, please please shout it out. Um, but I can't wait for this. We're so excited. We're, we're honored that we're going to have him on the show. Our show is called Saturday Morning Serial. It's the it's it's what was for us our first happy hour, and Land of the Lost. I watched that when I was a kid. It had like this claymation and like blue screen kind of stuff. It was and with the slee stacks, the really kind of scary looking alien thingy. Um, it was a wild show, man. It was crazy. You you should you should watch these. There there's episodes that are on the on the YouTube. I think you would enjoy them. They're okay. really great. Yeah. Now they oh, did yeah, a really absolutely. They did a real stupid movie with Will Ferrell where it was just, you know, it's it's the same concept. He gets shrunken down into this little tiny world and it's full of dinosaurs and aliens. But um and oh. but they, they kind of made they kind of made it a comedy, a Will Ferrell movie, and I just I couldn't stand it. Um but uh, cuz you know, I think it'd be interesting to see it done like with modern, you know, uh, effects. But anyway, but not, we're not talking about that. I, I do want you guys to try to find this panel. I, it's a, it's probably on Saturday. I think I think that's what I was thinking. But um, anyway, what else you got your eyes on Saturday? I have on Saturday. It's gonna be at four to four fifty. It's the Orville panel. Um, I don't know if you've heard of that one, but it's kind of a Star Trek esque type mm-hmm. of show with Seth MacFarlane. Um, I love this show. I wasn't expecting anything but it surprised me it makes me happy it's got the comedy in there and it's got the star trek (laughs) kind of feel to it so it it gets it's kind of a it's a feel-good show type of thing and i i like it it takes it seriously but not too seriously well um well before we move off of Saturday, and I'm I'm glad you like that show. I didn't really it didn't really click with me, but I appreciate didn't it. Didn't click on you? No. No, no, but it's <laughs> fine. I mean, I'm I I love that you love it. Um, the thing that I'm most looking forward to on Saturday, other than Sid and Marty Croft, which may be on Saturday, we don't know. But uh, the it's <laughs> eleven o'clock, and this is the one I circled it immediately. I even tweeted it. Um, Grand Nine at the Marriott Marquis. At 11 a.m., I'm not doing anything else. It's 75 years of superhero cereal boxes. I can't believe that they're doing this. I am so excited. Our show is called Saturday Morning Cereal. And I get to go to a panel that celebrates 75 years of superhero cereal boxes. This is going to be bananas, freaking bananas. Bananas that you would may put in some of the cereal, but it's going to be bananas. So... Uh, uh, I can't. I cannot wait for this panel. 11 a.m. Saturday morning, of course. 75 years of superhero cereal boxes. There's a bunch of names here, but I don't know who any of these people are. Obviously, because they make cereal boxes, but that's fine. They're they're gods to me. Um, so let's quickly go over Sunday. We got about another couple of minutes left. Is there anything on um, Sunday that you're looking at? Um, the only thing that I want to do is. Oh, Saturday, by the way, is, I don't know if you guys watch Impractical Jokers, but I do believe they're doing something over at Petco Park. Um, mm-hmm. But on Sunday, uh, one of the one of the guys actually just finished writing a book, so he'll be signing. That's the only thing I have on Sunday. Sunday looks kind of bleak <laughs> on that one. Yeah, yeah. That, um, 
Sunday, there is the Vikings panel. I'm sure you're going to like that. Oh, was so, it moved to Sunday? I thought that was on Friday and I missed it. No, it's, it's on, on uh, Yeah, if you check out, I actually wrote, I actually posted about it. Uh, MattyPRadio.com. Oh, yeah, if you, uh, I'll pull up real quick before uh, our show runs out here. But uh, yeah, that's going to go on. Um, the, the Vikings panel is going on from 11.45. Oh, no, you're right. That's on Friday. You're right. Yep, I missed that. Yep, it's okay. on Friday. Okay, so never mind. Okay. But anyway, we didn't we didn't talk about that. That's going on on Friday, so you might want to check that one out. I couldn't find um, it. I'm glad you pointed it out. Yeah, yeah. So that's going to be there. That's going to be in room, um, let's see here. I'm assuming ballroom 20. Ballroom 20, you're right. And it looks like they have yep. all this, you know, it's got all these Nordic names that I, that I can't pronounce. <laughs> yeah. Alex um, Hoog Anderson. <laughs> I'm assuming that's uh, how you Gustav, say it. Uh, Skarsgård, yeah, they're yeah. they're all gonna be there. There, if you haven't watched that one, that one's also on history. I would recommend it. It sticks pretty good with the uh-huh. history from what we've seen. Um, it's a really good show. I love that one. Um, I've gotten my friends to watch it, and they all binge watched it and got back to me within two weeks. I'm like, dang, do you have uh-huh. a job? <laughs> but, <That's> awesome. um, <laughs> yeah. So that's another there's, one, but I wouldn't um On Sunday, I've, I've attended these panels before. In my wildest dreams, I'm not kidding, I want to build an R2-D2 unit, an R2 unit. And, peop- and in my garage, I want to do it. And I heard it costs about $10,000 to do one. I'm not, you, have, you have to machine it. You have to put all the electronics in it. I mean... Mm-hmm. Things don't always run the way they should, but in my right. wildest dreams, I want to do this. Well, people have plenty of the droids at Con just walk them out. So I know. It well, because possible. because at uh, there's R two builders societies, builders guilds, and they have a panel at Comic Con. They have one. They have them every year. But um, yeah, the R two builders panel. And it's all these like legends of R2 building are going to be there. Um, and that's going to go on at 10 o'clock in room 11. And um, the, one of the biggest stars of the new trilogy of Star Wars is BB-8, that awesome soccer ball droid, right? That's a right. real, that's a real machine. That's now some of the shots are CGI or whatever, but Mm-hmm, um, right. And some of them are puppets, but mm-hmm. that's they have a working, rolling, you know, BB-8. It really works. It's, it's like done with like magnets and stuff, you know, magnets and motors. That's so cool. And they were done by people that they were like the names of the art. They were they were R2 builders. They were hobbyists. And when J.J. Abrams was doing this movie, he went to the best R2 builders, the hobbyists, and he asked them if they got some ideas on what to do. And they created BB-8 for the movie. Um, and they That's created awesome. the R2 unit for the movie, too. They, you know, mm-hmm. J.J. just hired them to do it because they were the best at it. So this is a hobby that could really pay off if you're really good at it. You know? <laughs> right. Um, and I just, I love to go and just geek out at what these guys can do. It's a lot of fun. And it's something that, you know, you're not going to have to worry about like a lot of lines on this, you know, you 
pretty much just kind of pop in, you know, it's just, uh, I, I recommend stuff like that guys. It's so fun. Um, also on, uh, Sunday is the Beatles, the yellow submarine graphic novel. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, the yellow, the, the Beatles, yellow sub, the sub, hello. I'm still I think I just here. lost some audio. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh, no, I'm still um, here. <laughs> okay. The, um, it's going on at uh, room 25 ABC uh, Sunday, um, and that's at 10 a.m. And um, Bill Morrison is doing – he's the writer and artist for that. Bill Morrison is famous for the Simpsons comics. He's – you know, he wrote most of the Simpsons comics. Uh, I've met him. I have his autograph from years ago. He's a really cool guy. He's going to be there. Uh, so check that out. Um, uh, let's see here. Anything else on Sunday that you're, that you got your eye on? No, Sunday's kind of just the cleanup day of either sitting at the booth, helping Gwen out or yeah. trying to find the last things that we need to collect. So yeah, it's Sunday a, didn't know, look too yeah, Sunday's really laid back. You know, I like to actually post up in a couple of panels. I'm usually pretty burnt out. I'm usually pretty tired. You know, um, there's, it's a very long weekend. It takes a lot of energy out of you. Um, oh, yeah. So, Con's you know, not for the faint of heart. <laughs> there is the Riverdale special video presentation and that's Q&A. Right. I know that's going on on Sunday. That's in Hall H, so that's a big thing. That may be a panel that I can get into, you know, if people, you yeah. know. Yeah, I might even be able to get into Hall H. I do watch that show. I know you like Archie, and you're kind of against the show right now, but maybe I could – maybe if you go to the panel, you might appreciate a little bit. You know, I don't know, maybe. I might. I mean, it's got Mad Chinamick and uh, D.O. Rich in it, so mm-hmm. I'm already halfway there. So. <laughs> um, yeah, it's because you got a, I don't you got know. a crush on – Kind of on the fence. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's on your of list. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. I'm still looking through, but yeah, I think we pretty much covered the big stuff, and we covered some of the small stuff. Uh, Comic cons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is just one quick pass through as we unpack it. I'm getting ideas of what to do right now, actually. Um, but there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to do. Um, at 1 p.m., one of the things that I'm looking forward to is it's the follow-up or the prequel, I don't know, to Sons of Anarchy. Have you heard of the show? Yes. Yeah. Did you watch Sons of show. Anarchy? I did not. Oh, you got to watch it. It's so damn I'm good. I'm kind of on the fence of that one. No, I believe, watch it. Forgive me if I'm wrong. There's a the actress from Fear, the main girl in there, the main woman. I hate mm, if she's in Son of Our Anarchy, I think that's where she's from. I can't. <laughs> the main woman from just, Fear? Uh, yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. I don't think dead. so. Um, no? Am I completely wrong on that? Yeah, I don't think so. Sons of Anarchy is like about bikers that are in like the Sacramento area. Um, and they like run guns and drugs. Um, um, the guy who was in the movie Arthur... Uh, not the drunk dude, <laughs> but like King Arthur. Um, I'm, ten, I'm, I'm spacing out on his name. Um, but he was in Sons of Anarchy. He's, uh, you know, he's becoming a big name. Like he's 
becoming a superstar, you know, but Sons of Anarchy is fantastic. You have to watch it. I think it's on Amazon Prime or on Netflix, but you just trust me on this. Give it, give it three episodes. I'll give it a shot because she's in only seven episodes, so she's not a main, main person. And I only like, just like her because of the character in Fear. So I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, if I, I might know who you're talking about and that might, I don't, I haven't watched Fear really, but um, anyway, the Sons of Anarchy had a rival biker gang called the Mayans and they were the Mexican biker gang. And mm, okay. so now the Mayans have a show. It's done by the same guy, Kurt Sutter. And it's got Edward James almost is going to be there. Eddie James almost from Battlestar Galactica, you know, from, uh, stand and deliver. Do I really have to qualify who Edward James almost is to you? Yeah. But Eddie James almost is, uh, he's a legend to, I mean, those of us Hispanics, we just love Eddie James almost. He's a God to us. I mean, he, uh, American me. And uh, uh, again, stand and deliver. He's just, he's the biggest name actor that we got. He's a legend. Um, I guess you didn't watch Battlestar Galactica, did you? No, that was okay, well, too young. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, it just came out. Like, uh, the one that came out, like, five, uh, five seven years ago. So, no. You should watch the new one. Do, do you like science fiction? That was 2004. <laughs> that was you're, not, you're not too young. <laughs> yeah, um, do, do you like science fiction? I do. Yeah. Okay. It's I'm not kidding when I say this. It's probably the best science fiction show ever. I'm not kidding. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Watch it. And I don't need to but, see anything before I start no. watching season 1? No, no, no. Just watch it. No, it's got nothing to do okay. it's, it's loose. It loosely, very loosely follows the original, but the original is ridiculous. The original is okay. It's unwatchable. The original, but no, no. Okay, I thought I thought no. that was one of the ones that I needed to watch something that came before no. it. And no. I was like, no. well, I can't watch two shows, no. so nope. I will give that one a try. Yeah. So that one's Edward next James on my almost list. plays the admiral in that show, and it's you know it's probably. You know, as 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 much as I I was familiar with his career before, he's probably best known for Battlestar Galactica, and now he's going to be in the show The Mayans. So that's going to be in Hall H at 1 p.m. You have a shot on Sunday of Hall H, and I think I'm going to try to make this one too. So um, check it out, everybody. Comic Con, it's here. Uh, it's here to stay. It's getting you know, it's it's nuts. Um, and listen to our. Uh, Listen to our preview show. It's the, I think it's the fifth annual. I'm not good with numbers, but I, it's, it's up there. It's the Comic-Con alternative show, preview show, where we focus on things that are not Hall H. Um, and we're going to have a couple of cosplayers on there. We're going to have um, Spencer Lee, who did the documentary from The Bridge. And we're going to have uh, Marty Croft, um, and three big guests um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Comic-Con and we're going to have our friend Slick McFavor back on to talk about all those great toys. So thank you, Holy Hobbits, for doing this with me. This is uh, Thanks this is for having fun. me. 
Yeah, and uh, we'll see you at con. All right. See you at con. Have, have fun, everybody. Take care.